0: The After Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Afterbuzz TV's Black Box After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's Afterbuzz TV's Black Box After Show. I shall be released, the name of episode number
1: 10 tonight. Good evening, I'm Mindy Thomas, and welcome to the After Show for ABC's After Buzz. I'm also happy to be in studio with my co-host. I'm Teresa Law, hello Black Boxers. Hey Black Boxers, I'm Jade Howard. And it was quite a show tonight, actually, I am just uh enamored with uh one of the responses that i heard on imdb.com and i just want to share this right off the cuff uh because she says m calhoun 79 says tonight's episode was the best episode yet in her opinion and she also says that uh, she was very emotional and just could not take her eyes off the screen so this is a progressive way that the show is moving along uh Teresa, what do you think about that
2: Yeah, I think this was the episode I was waiting for. It was a big payoff episode. Catherine finally goes off of her meds. I think Mm -hmm. I've been waiting for that. She goes manic, and she has a spark of genius to save the patient with rabies. And she ends her engagement with Will, which is, you know, it was in the works, but she finally did it, this episode. And then she starts pursuing her relationship with Bickman, so... Lots of good things.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Dr. Black was in total crisis when the show opened tonight, and she was in her psychiatrist's office, and then she's sort of remembering back to uh, what brought her there in the first place. So that was a unique way to uncover this episode. Jade, what what are your thoughts?
3: I was just excited to finally see her get off of her meds. Not that you should ever wish that on anybody, but I was really waiting for her to get off her meds. I was extremely excited and ecstatic when that happened. So, And also, you really got to see her storyline really unfold, things that you're anticipating, so many predictions that we had, and now it's finally being all laid out for us to see, which I think is great. So Yeah, there
1: was no real dancing going on, but there was certainly a lot of drama, a little bit of barking at one of her fellow doctors. Doctors or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. So a,
3: that into that. Got a little meow, <laughs> a
1: little <catty> in there. <laughs> yeah, but it was definitely the relationship with Will and Catherine was right on the burner tonight and weaved throughout everything. So and Bickman, uh, pretty much. Bickman. Yes, Bickman. absolutely. As, you, as Teresa <laughs> likes to say, <laughs> Bickman. And at the beginning of the show, uh, you know, he basically gives her an ultimatum. He says, "Look, I've got to know." Uh, is, is this where you were at? You know, talking about Hotel Marabella. Is this where you were the night you lost your phone? Ultimatum! You're keeping something from me. Tell me what it is or I'll leave. And, of course, that's her worst fear. She's already been abandoned by her daddy, uh, of course, her mother and, in, a, in a different sense, and then of Johnny when she was 16. Uh, so then her response was, was rather uh, interesting. That was not predictable for me. Huh? Right.
2: She ends up telling him about Esme instead. So she's essentially covering a lie by telling another truth.
1: Yes, and her psychiatrist pointed that out, which I thought was fantastic that she has a moral compass because uh, Dr. Catherine Black was rather uh, unsure about which way hers was pointing. Mm -hmm. Tick tock, tick tock. I don't know Mm -hmm. what to do with this is basically where she's coming from.
2: I mean, I think it was a good way to get out of her, you know, really telling her true feelings about Bickman to him.
1: Right. And she does have some true feelings that are really coming out. Uh, how did that play out with you, uh, mm-hmm. Jade, when Will is confronting her and he, he basically, uh, ends up being the loving, understanding man, good man that we all know him to be in his heart? Uh,
3: I mean, that's just shady. Let's be honest here. <laughs> she lied. She got caught. And she wanted to escape being a bad person. She didn't want to hurt him. So instead, she's like, oh, I'm Esme's mom. And so she basically hit him at, like, the most emotional part of him, which is his compassion, towards her. And she totally took advantage of that. That is so freaking wrong and shady on so
1: many levels. So it's kind of like a cat in a litter box and like okay, she's doing some serious cover-up. Man, (laughs) she covered up. I I feel bad for Will in this episode.
3: I feel really bad for Will because Will gave up a lot for her. I mean, he gave up his side chick for her. I mean, that was a sacrifice for Will. (laughs) Well, she goes into
1: the story, you know, I was 16 years old and Johnny left me and she really totally diverted because Mm. that's not what he Asked her, and yet he was sucked into her oblivion in a way.
3: She's wrong. I, I can't say that anymore, any more times, but. Well, I think it's going to come wrong. back to bite her. I hope it does. She deserves it. She definitely deserves it because she was unfaithful, and instead of just being honest, and because she can't blame it on her meds this time. No. When you go back to the first episode, she okay. says, "I do things when I'm not my, when I'm not on my meds. I
1: can be really bad." Okay, so what do you think the problem is with her then?
3: I don't know. She's bipolar, and she's got some issues. Okay, so... (laughs) I think that's what... I don't think she was ever really fully in love with Will. Yeah, and she blamed not being on meds for why she cheated on him. Okay,
1: let's analyze that. Like, why is she not into Will on that level? Does she feel bad about herself for having this... Well, I think her um, relationship mm -hmm. with Bickman helped her realize that. Because, you know,
2: he kind of made her... Bickman made her think about you know, what it was that connected her to Will. And hmm. I think she, she, you know, kept thinking about that and realizing, like, really there isn't anything.
1: Well, he was totally not. downplaying, oh, oh you're chef, oh, you're cook, actually.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's just wrong. I mean, yeah. hey, I'd like to see Bickman go in the kitchen and make whatever Will can make in the kitchen. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> well, he's uh, he's whipped up some pretty amazing brain surgeries in re- recent weeks, and he's got his own forte. But, yeah, to put someone else down right. is not cool. Totally planning But bad. I think Ooh, it worked. It, it got
3: to Catherine. Well, that's because he was working his game on her, mm-hmm. and I also feel feel that we have to really touch on the fact that oh gosh I'm losing my train of thought but Bickman Dr Black everybody lives at the cube they're all married to their jobs so i think that's what's making her not want to be with Will is that she cares more about her job than she even does about herself she'll put her job before her her mental well-being
1: okay so she's got her identity yes. is so far into her job what is her job giving her because you know uh is it an adrenaline addiction i think so i think they all have like it's an adrenaline rush rush for them all yeah because she and bick have that in common like they both are high risk takers they like to live on the edge right i mean they're right there uh i mean putting mm-hmm. someone in a coma to, in order to cure rabies, uh, that's, that's about right. as far out there as, as you're going to get. and
2: uh, That's a bonding experience that she's not going to really get to do with Will.
1: You know? Yes, it's a different type of relationship. But is she falling for this sort of bond mm-hmm. that's more artificial, that's not so heartfelt, so she doesn't have to be vulnerable, that she's not really ready for love yet? Is she not really ready for the real thing? I don't think she'll ever be ready. I'm pretty sure Johnny oh. just
3: messed her up in the head, and she hasn't been the same since Johnny. Oh. Because that's what she also mentioned to Will, was mm-hmm. that when she okay. didn't start feeling her first manic episodes until she was pregnant, and Johnny left her, and she had to give birth at a mental
1: ward. That's That did come out you know it it really came out at a peculiar moment so so that's a good point it's really Mm -hmm. Johnny's fault I guess we can all say I'd like
3: to see Johnny come (laughs) that's the the root of all her problems the the root of all her problems is Johnny (laughs)
1: Johnny is the root of the problems
3: I also don't think Mm -hmm. that she has any idea what she's getting into with
1: Bickman I don't think she's Properly thought it out because he seems like he's playing her on some level to me. Mm, I agree. Until he can really get her Uh and win her completely, and then he's going to be like talked in the hand.
3: Well, I think that's. (laughs) I, I think it's great that you bring that top that up, Teresa. That he's she's not real fully understanding. I don't think Bickman is either.
2: No, I don't think he. Even as thought about, you know, her actually leaving Will to pursue mm-hmm. a relationship with him.
3: They both think so short term. Right. That's what makes them so alike and maybe too alike.
2: And remember, he's yeah. okay with, he was okay with her continuing to be with Will and seeing him at the same time. So the fact that now she's left Will, expectations for him are going to be much higher. And I think that's where the
3: issues but are going to rise. But that's why Bickman said, hey, you can have us both. Like, you can have your cake and eat it, too. Right. You just can't tell Will because he, I think maybe he knew, well, then Will's going to leave you. And then I'm stuck with 100% exactly. of you. Where I'm actually cool with just about that 50%. That's not what he wants. No. He's he like, lives in a hotel. Well, <laughs> because
1: the last episode he had said, why are you trying to make me into him when you don't even want to be with him? So hmm. maybe underneath there, let's let's say, let's let's. You know, say that maybe there's some genuine heartfelt... Maybe he comes in and out of it, but I don't think because of his fear of commitment that he can really walk it through.
3: Just like her. They're two alike. You're literally looking at male version of Dr. Black and
1: female version of Dr. Black.
3: They're the same. It's they're each other's reflection. And from a
1: psychological perspective, mm. it's just gaps filling gaps. It's like the similar wounding of two people or they have these things in common, but yet at the end of the day, are they just going to, it's going to clash. It's going to clash. No, yeah, it's going to clash. Cause they're not going to have any buffer in there. <laughs> there because... is a total lack of buffer. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, okay. Talking about the rabies case, uh, okay. this was a fascinating case because, uh, you know, the girl Lily, she comes in and, oh, and also the walking dead man, which one did you find more interesting tonight? I would say
3: yeah. Lily, but maybe we can go on the walking dead man and then I
1: agree. Yeah. I Lily was dead there. man walking. agree,
3: yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, that was unique. I had never heard about that before. I know, <laughs> that was a really, really, really
1: interesting case study. Yeah, he comes in, he's like, uh, you don't have it on this application here, the condition that I have and she's like, Well, why not? And he's like, Well, because I'm dead, you know. <laughs> she looks like
3: wait, okay, dead man to pay to the doctor ASAP because <laughs> this isn't... <laughs> That's not normal, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Coutart syndrome, a rare condition. Uh, the one doctor jumps on board, Doctor Owen Morley. He's all who thrilled. We real who we Play. love. He yeah.
3: plays such a great. Can we just talk about how great he is in that role? It's so believable. Like mm-hmm. I, he's the type of man that if I'm at the hospital and if I happen to have like stumbled into the cube, and I saw, I would see someone like
1: him. Yeah, Terry Kinney. Terry yes. Kinney totally pulls off the believability in mm-hmm. that role. Yes, I am, I'm with you. I want we're someone fans. like that running up and saying, this is my dream to work on a case like this.
3: <laughs> hey Terry, we're digging you here at After Buzz. No, but seriously, uh, he was really excited to jump on that case. He
1: was. He was. He was thrilled and he, he, he was nerding out. His, there.
3: his excitement is like the equivalent to mine if I had the opportunity to Follow Beyoncé around.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Coutard's syndrome is a delusional belief that the person is actually dead. Mm -hmm. So it's it's in the belief of the brain. And even when they were doing the PET scan, he's like, hey, you're not going to see anything in there because I died in the motorcycle crash. I hit some concrete and that was that. But yet he's walking around saying that. The delusion is
2: so severe that the brain is actually... in like vegetative state right which was interesting
3: when they did the cat scan on his head Mm -hmm. and they showed that he really does think his brain is so convinced like you were saying that he is he's dead and he looks in the when he looks in his reflection all he sees are like maggots and he's He's like a zombie which
1: that's one of teresa's favorite parts where you can (laughs) see what they're actually
3: going through inside of their own brain yeah
1: yeah, and so we get pulled into their story on a more intimate level and, and more graphic. Yeah. And then
3: he's walking down the hall late at night. Oh no. Where was his like nurse chaperone? But oh, no. the cube <laughs> was slipping. He it was a demonic. Like right. And he go right, he goes into like a like a not an operating room, but something that had enough tools to <laughs> to, yeah. to do an operation if you needed to. Yeah. And he just slits his wrist. It just tries yeah. to but who comes to rescue
1: him? Dick man
3: Hey Man
2: stays <laughs> the day <Dickman's laughs>
1: <says Dick>. <laughs> And then they uh, they put him on some kind of a medicine that right. helps him to not be suicidal and mm-hmm. to start overcoming uh, this condition because he the, the patient was a little upset he's like hey you're really just interested in what I'm going through here but mm-hmm. you're not interested in helping me recover as soon as I can
3: right mm-hmm. and so they did and he was good to go and he- I'm
1: sure that's a temptation you know for the doctors like mm-hmm. that oh I've always studied this case but now I finally get to uh, work on it on a patient you know that's going to be pretty thrilling as <laughs> he's well like, hey <laughs> this is my mental. Health at stake here. Can yeah. we take this a little more seriously, yeah. please? Yeah. Now
3: that was a good one. That was an interesting storyline. But he's all better thanks to the cube.
1: Yeah. And then as they're looking at the pet scan, uh, they find out that in fact the young girl does have rabies, and she she right. contacted it through a field trip at school. She was actually bit by a bat. Well, Did they said know? she could
3: have. Yeah. They said it was she could be. She was bit by a bat,
1: and she may not have known it. Right. Well, that's what was, like, wait a I'm second. I'm sorry. I'm going to know if a bat was just One of those nocturnal me. creatures <laughs> crawling on me. Oh, I'm going to know it. You know, it. know <laughs> right? Like, wouldn't you know. know?
3: But that's good to know. In the event that I go in a cave, not that I probably ever will, but in, in case anybody ever goes to a cave,
1: make sure that you keep your eyes out for bats. Does that mean <laughs> they have just little teeth that can kind of sting you, it's like maybe like a mosquito yeah, or something? Yeah, maybe she just thought idea? it was, was like a bite that. and didn't
2: yeah. think twice
1: about but it. But she waited too long and then her immune system was already torn down so much that I mean, I ne- I never knew it, was, right, it could right. get to that point in, nowadays because of the different uh, ways to build and up in, our immune system. In order for the shot to be effective it has to be administered
2: right away. Or yes.
3: you can take your child to go get rabies shots at you
1: know, yeah, and she <laughs> was well. That patient was being one way to She did not it. want that water, and that was another tip off to Doctor Black. Well, in addition to her biting mm-hmm. the uh, doctor's assistant, in I the and I know, and she says, "Oh, I
3: hope you
1: have a rabies shot." <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> rabies. And, what year? Are we and in? I found it fascinating that the one that got bit was back in there, like treating her as a patient. Like, mm-hmm. like they don't they don't isolate off these doctors after they've gone through something, whether they're shot right. or, or bit by someone with rabies. They let him keep on working on the patients. Just like, like
3: Bickman did with the guy that shot him in the neck, like, almost that like, grazed yeah. his like, shoulder neck area. You know, he just... He
1: went in and operated on him. So it's it's all good. They're, you know? very, doctors are very forgiving. <laughs> well, and they have an emotional <laughs> capacity to compartmentalize in those situations totally and look agreed. at it objectively. Mm-hmm, so, sure. so that's good. But... Uh, oh, uh, and I wanted to say
2: that this case was actually based off of a real case uh eight-year-old girl by the name of precious reynolds um, she's in california she was scratched by a stray cat at school and didn't think twice about it and um the symptoms started off as you know it's pretty minor stomach ache and then um full paralyzation and then brain inflammation and um you (laughs) know they did something very similar they gave her antibiotics and then they um induced a coma so that the um, it would prevent the body from shutting down, and it
3: and, and actually helped her. And I love the emotional um, aspect, too, of that storyline, because Dr. Black, the mother of the daughter, really appeals to her maternal sense. Mm-hmm. Like, please keep trying, because all they were going to say was, we're just going to make her comfortable
1: you know that was all they felt they could do, and but yet it's a can... cutting edge, state of the art right. neurological center. And <laughs> she's like, hey, like
3: hey, hey, I didn't, I'm yeah. we're gonna figure this out. It was a mother's my child. plea because she said, yes. If
1: you had children, you wouldn't give up.
3: And I love how she when she asked her, Do you have any children? and Dr. Black looks at her, and there's that pause like that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Black says, No, that's my Dr. Black impersonation for the night. But yeah, she's like, no, no kids. And the mother says, anyways, okay, either way, please do whatever you can to save my daughter. Well, this
1: was like an arrow to the heart because it gets her thinking, okay, what can I do? I've got, we've got seven days and she's trying to, you know, she shuts the computers down of of the interns or the doctor's assistant. She's like... You have to help with this now. And so she is totally on board of trying to find something to reverse this curse, in a sense, to reverse mm-hmm. the effects of the rabies. And uh, she goes to town. She doesn't take her meds. Right. I was going to say, what better way for Dr. Black to really...
3: Get into figuring out what to do, how to fix something. She's all over that chalkboard. Woo! Oh, that chalkboard and her arm came in handy. Oh, th- that arm is another notepad. <laughs> <laughs> Extra- I'm out of paper. Oh, there's my arm.
1: Yeah, and, and it was interesting. At the one point, uh, she's so far off, and she rushes in because she's excited about coming up with the Milwaukee... Uh, uh, what was that? Uh, mil- the Milwaukee thing uh, protocol. Yeah, mm-hmm. put child in medically induced coma. Okay, yeah, that was the, called the Milwaukee protocol. And then Dr. Bickman, he's like, uh, he's like, oh, don't worry about her. You know, being you know being like that because oh, that was Dr. Mahmud. He she says, well, she I saw her taking some medicine. He's and he covers for her. does he? Well. I love that he does that, though. Yeah, I love Doesn't that, too. Doesn't think twice. Doesn't think twice. No hesitation. None whatsoever. Yeah, but that could come back to bite him. No pun intended. Okay, later.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there, Mindy. I see what you did.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there was a lot going on with her being off of her meds. She calls a psychiatrist at one point, And, uh, you know, Dr. Hart Tramp is trying to reason with her on the speakerphone. You have to take your meds. I thought that was fascinating how she was so in tune. She mm-hmm. knew, even though Catherine lied about mm-hmm. being on her meds.
3: I think we all knew she was well, she, lying. She said, I'm, I'm going to find a cure for rabies. Right. <laughs> <A little outrageous. laughs> it, was, it was a little outrageous. That was extreme, a trip off. Okay. Yeah. But also, it was interesting because you also saw her... When she's not on her meds, she always said in the first episode, rewinding once again back to the premiere, where she says, I do my best work when I'm not on my meds. And this was such a challenging situation that she could not do the best that she possibly humanly can unless she was off of her meds, which also then makes it even more interesting when they're not sure if Lily is going to pull through. And so it almost makes you wonder maybe it doesn't matter yeah, whether it's like a placebo effect. Mm. Do you really need to be do you really need to be off your meds to do great work? Because I think at one point I started to doubt that. I don't know if anybody else started Absolutely. to think that yeah. too. I started to think maybe you do <clears throat> you should just stay on your meds. It doesn't make a difference. You can be great with or without it. And I really liked it. and you also noticed her do that shopping? She was online shopping. Yes. That showed that, the mania of what but, she was going through. And they through. said that right. that's actually um, yeah. AJ Holden also said that that's what they do. Like yes. you, that's a normal side effect is for you to do extreme
1: shopping, really high highs, really low lows, mm-hmm. manic depression, bipolar, another mm-hmm. name for it now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was a really good depiction because mm-hmm. that's more of a common uh, symptom. I think mm-hmm. the the credit cards and all of a sudden, oh, when she come she came back to and all the packages were showing I up. I want to world. know what was in those boxes. Helmet I, was, Come on.
3: I know, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, what helmet <laughs> Lang? awesome jacket did she also buy because you know she's got great taste.
1: <laughs> yeah, and she did uh, a little, uh, do you think it was a cat or a dog when she lashed out at Dr. Mahmoud in the oh. hallway because she's, she's to the edge. She's, she's finding answers she but she's losing herself. I didn't
3: mean to cut you taking yeah. her shirt. Yeah, she's, that was interesting. It was like, I'm not going to dance this time but I'm going to take off my
1: shirt, so you can see my camisole. <laughs> and she, yeah, she was kind of, kind of lashing out at her, and I wasn't sure um, if that was. Uh, a good thing or a bad thing, but yeah, then it was... Well, it I, went from lashing out to her making a move,
3: almost, on her. It was,
2: that was when the She came back came and came
1: apologized, but the Dr. Mahmud I don't think, was going, buying it all. No. I
3: think Dr. Mahmood is playing doctor on Dr. Black, exactly. and I think she's analyzing her and is trying to get to the bottom of it, but wants to make her move smart. Yeah. Because she can't just come at her anyway, because she's she'll lose well she's been observing
1: her for some time now yeah so
2: she's she's taking it all in
1: right she's not wanting to buy everything there Mm -hmm. and that's for sale so to speak and (laughs) yeah she noticed that uh dr black had a few medicines in front of her and uh in in a recent episode she also kind of had a confrontation of almost jealousy maybe about her fame or something in other words uh You know, when she belted out the opera and then she kind of let her have it a little bit to her face after that, even though Dr. Black gave her a beautiful compliment, but you know, over that amazing opera song just, Mm -hmm. you know, in the cube and, uh, but, but yeah, she was. She said something about yeah. It just it just was not a good situation. They're just bumping heads. <laughs> They're bumping they do heads. not
3: like each other. They're just ready to just <clears throat> duke it out with each other. Yeah, that's going to come to
1: a head. That's gonna, definitely
3: yeah.
1: Yeah, because um Dr. Bickman, I think he might even back off. Well, I'll get into that in the predictions. Yeah, say
3: it for the prediction. Predictions. predictions. later on. Not later yet. On. Don't ah. cue the music. <laughs> We're not ready yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not
1: yet. Not yet. <laughs> All right, so. Um, those were very interesting case <clears throat> studies. But, yeah, Dr. Mahmood is showing her colors. And, uh, you know, um, well, we've got to also get into ESME. Because yes. he, Yeah. This is the first night that Esme is working at the restaurant for Will. Uh very excited sixteen year old, you know, first night on the job. Mm-hmm. Shout and out to
2: Siobhan. Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Siobhan was an amazing guest on the show last week. We had a great time. It was so awesome to have her here and what a well adjusted
2: oh, young woman. Yeah. We were just talking. we were talking about it after. She's so composed and intelligent and I think she's just the Epitome of young budding talent. I'm so excited to see. Yeah. What and if she she's ever needs anything,
1: I, you know, it's like you just, she's the kind of person you just want to be there for. You know, it's, <laughs> mm-hmm. I love those kind of people. Uh, so, yeah, she played, uh, as she plays Esme Black, you know, on the show, and she was doing a, a great job in the restaurant, acting all innocent. Will said, You better make sure and get your tip share, honey. And then Delilah says, uh, I don't think so. You ain't Ooh. touching my money.
3: Right. Mm. That was so mean. I think Esme <laughs> at that point was like, Oh. I don't she's think like, I like it's her on. Uh she's like <laughs> mm-hmm. noted.
1: Yeah, so uh then then she says, "Why? Oh, because she had overheard the Spanish conversation." I really like that with the cooks. Well, lo and behold, then she speaks Spanish. So I she's know. Never underestimate
3: <laughs> a sixteen-year-old and their ability <laughs> to understand a second language. bilingual. Who knew? She's in high school.
1: She, she yeah. she's a smart girl. Also shows how smart she is. That's right. Her and is. she was hearing some uh, pretty raunchy talk from those cooks, and they were like, "Oh, oh, oh they covered their tracks." They're track. like, "Save it, save it, oh, save it." Oh, that was you aunt got with Will and Uh she put two and two together and found a way to uh, find a way to sabotage Delilah when the big investor came out to the restaurant. And she switched the wine. She switches Mm -hmm. the wine. Because
3: the investor who came to visit brought their own bottle of a $500 bottle of wine. I think we would all know the difference. She switched it out with
1: the cooking wine. Right. And she was was playing it off really good uh, up until the moment where she's like, Bye Delilah! I (laughs) love that she did that too. I love that. Yeah. I love that Esme
3: has this devilish side to her. She does. A protective side. It's it kinda it links back to her loyalty to her aunt. Oh, somebody's messing with my aunt's happiness. Oh, okay. Well, then let me take care of that the best way that I possibly yeah, can. Yeah, she
1: plays that really well because there is a deeper connection mm-hmm. than, and she might just think that it's the fun aunt thing, but she's playing that layer. You of, see it. There He's, is a biological. You see connection it unfolding,
3: there. and she doesn't know that she's subconsciously doing that. She doesn't yeah. even know. And
1: well, we'll have to get into if Delilah's done or not. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, that was that was really good. But he was uh,
3: able to finally. Fire Delilah.
1: Yeah, because that was the whole point. Was like, hey, she's out of there. Mm-hmm. Well, where Oh, and I noticed that the restaurant was actually called Ben Rensselaer, which is Will's last name. So I didn't really oh. realize that until tonight. Dun dun. dun. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's Chef Will song. <laughs> has his own restaurant. So his dream is coming true, but he can't have it messed up. And I, I, I yeah, so we'll have to get into that prediction. But uh, so. What? Where else are we headed with all of this tonight? Um, any thoughts, any last thoughts here before we get into news?
3: Well, I, let's see. We touched on her calling off the engagement with Will. But can we just talk about how he she comes home Okay, yeah. and he's pouring wine to celebrate that he okay. got rid of his side chick or mistress or however you want to call it. Well, not a mistress because they're not married yet.
1: And she's his exhausted from her episode that's gone on for I don't know how many days at least a couple, two, three nights, right. mm-hmm. overnights at the hospital. But she um, she comes
3: home, and he's just like, oh, I see you went shopping, and you see all the boxes laid out in her apartment. And then he's like, I fired Delilah. We've got to celebrate. Let's toast. And she's like, hey, here's she's the wedding like, ring. sorry, I can't, I can't do this. And he's so upset and so hurt, and that's what made me feel so bad for him because he changed everything around in his facial expression look like so you mean i could have kept delilah <laughs> 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 i just lost my i was like totally like now he's got to probably try and get her back because now he had to fight he fired her and he really got rid of her just show to display his remorse for his actions and to rectify everything and here she is not really honest with him completely because she was having the affair with Bickman and then instead of telling him the truth, she goes on about being Esme's mother. She just doesn't seem to know what
1: love is. She's a little lost there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She thinks that it's love, what she's experiencing with Bickman. I mean, if you look at her
2: backstory, she's had issues with her father Mm -hmm. and then with her, um, you know... Johnny. Johnny. Right. So she's a little messed up and... Yeah. Needs to get back on track.
3: I don't know if I agree with that. I, I think she knows what love is. I feel that she only likes stuff for quick moments of time because she doesn't like the commitment of love. I think she knows what love is. It's just when she starts to experience it too much, she's just, I'm going to walk away from this now. Let me find a way to sabotage this subconsciously or intentionally. I think it starts out subconsciously until people call her out on it, and then she comes to terms with it, and then she finds a way to escape it without being a bad person.
1: She's magnetized. Uh, She's got more of a magnetic energy sort of to to the wrong force, not to the love force, if you will. She likes the concept
3: of everything. The concept and idea of everything sounds great. But the building of the foundation and sticking to it is what causes her to run.
1: Now, do you guys have any thoughts that we could share in our news section? We'll get into news. Let's let's get could some of the fans' the thoughts and hey. find out what some people are thinking out there. High again, high. thank sec. you for your tweets and uh, thank you for connecting um, on IMDb. I've enjoyed reading uh, those quotes as well. IMDb.com and... Uh, YouTube, so... Uh, and you, iTunes. And iTunes, you know, yes. if you if you want to subscribe, that's a great way to connect, uh, to watch the show, rate the show, and review it. Uh, Five stars, please. You know.
3: Five stars, nothing less. We, we love it all. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: cha-ching, cha-ching, ching 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 Okay.
2: <laughs> Who's got the first... News and gossip. So, Amy Holden-Jones, the creator of the show, and Kelly Riley did a Reddit AMA today. You can go to Reddit and follow the discussion thread. It's up there. Um and there are a lot of really great behind the scenes tidbits that they shared. Um, One of them being that Amy actually confirmed that the show has not been canceled. I know there were some rumors That's floating around online. really great to online. Hear. We are getting the full
3: run of the 13 episodes. So Right. And Kelly Riley also said the same thing on her Twitter as well. Kelly Riley B-Box. Don't fret about season two. No decision made yet. Just enjoy the last four shows. The best yet, I will be doing Reddit Thursday, which is what Teresa just mentioned. Yep. Um, Amy
2: also mentioned that a lot of the cases are inspired by a neurologist by the name of Oliver Sachs. Uh for example, the mirror box in episode six is actually one of his inventions. You I know, that that's was really one cool. of my
1: favorite ones. Yeah. Because post traumatic stress disorder and how mm-hmm. you can trick the brain out of pain and that was really clever. Yeah.
2: And then um, another case was a famous case of a man that was struck by lightning who had no musical talent yes. then became obsessed with the piano. So they researched the original case story and made him someone who hated music then took up violin. I think that was savant syndrome. Yeah, acquired yeah. savant mm-hmm. syndrome. Yes. That's when suddenly you become great at something due to a change See, in the brain. that's
1: why I have loved this show also because you're really learning and, and being educated through the yes. drama. I mean, and I, I love that, that you challenge
3: that. it. You find yourself challenging. Yes. Is this really true? But it, it's... They're all real cases. They're loosely based. Loosely based, but the the symptoms and maybe not the actual people, but like the symptoms and the. Yeah, the symptoms are the same it's well the, the in scientific terms yeah. they're not making things up like if you watch like a law and order episode and they make up some law like it's not really' well, it's and not
1: it's, really true the layperson person is not gonna go into a state-of-the-art facility like the cube right. and get to see all these amazing things exactly so it's, it's, it's another way to get to
3: and another fun enjoy that. Uh, another fun fact is um, Amy Holden Jones a Holden and Jay on her Twitter account she says interesting the same person directed last week's happy music episode of happy Hashtag black box. And this dark, scary one, Trisha Brock. She did a great job. Very um,
1: good. Yes. Another fun fact. Yeah. Um, and I remember Shabon talked about how they would have different directors. And right. uh, she opened up about the behind the scenes. So if you haven't caught that show from last week, then be sure and check that out as well. And
3: give it five stars
2: on five your stars. iTunes. <laughs> oh, and last thing, there's actually a Twitter campaign um, tweet using the hashtag RenewBlackBox to, you know, get ABC's attention and get them to renew this great show. Oh, that's a great and idea. And it's really
3: important to do that because they really do pay attention to that. They want to see that the fans are proactive and they know that there's that that desire for a show to come back. Especially this show, I think that it really, it's a, it turned out to be a really great, strong show with the really strong storylines that can really develop even more. So definitely... Tweet and tweet ABC and let them know. Yeah, I've totally enjoyed the cast
1: and mm-hmm, I'm yeah. sure I would enjoy the crew. So, <laughs> all right, so let's get into predictions. Let's roll with that. We got to find out what's happening. Now, what's going to happen in the future? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Dr. Farah Mahmood challenges mm. Dr. Black in her practice to uh, to her face, you know, she's she's going to uh, push the bar. And she's going to try to get her exposed and extracted. Because I think she's fighting for her position. It's just I mean, I, she wants the, to be the one that's admired. She wants to be the one in that position. It's like she's it's, jealous. Yeah, it's getting mm-hmm. catty. And she's now. collecting, uh, you know, information, the incident in the hallway, mm-hmm. the medicine. There's a buildup happening. And there's going to be a climax. And she is going to... Dr. Black's, I I don't know how it's going to be dealt with because she has just uh, entangled herself with so many different lies. So, you think it's going to be less about
2: Dr. Mahmood trying to help her get through it and more of her using it as an advantage
1: to move up? Right, I yes, can see I that.
3: Do. I can definitely see that because she's so jealous. You can see the the <laughs> yeah. envy that she has, just the way she like her character looks at her, interacts with her. Right. I think she she wants to be that top dog in yeah. the black. And the they box. seem
1: like polar opposites. Yeah. And also, Doctor Black, because she's written a book. She speaks at those amazing amazing engagements uh, where she has rendezvous sometimes mm-hmm. if she gets off her, bed. you know, she has these. It's been a wild ride, but she's famed.
3: Well, then Mahmood needs to step it up a little bit she and get. her writing some books yeah, she you needs know? to let
1: out an album of opera Maybe or something she, just needs <laughs> she needs to step up her uh, she, fashion game right too. exactly she's not
3: in helmet laying and that's why she's not climbing up the ranks like Dr. Black is do you
1: <laughs> think that she is going to hit on Bigman No, oh. oh no I didn't really see that play out okay, okay. No, you know. yeah but that was, hey this is news this is predictions, <laughs> so you random. are entitled to
3: that prediction mm-hmm. you know <laughs>
1: hmm, that could happen if he's trying to get Dr. Black to back off. He might play some game like that. Because, uh, you know, I think he's going to, uh, you know, he puts it on hold. Well, we saw in the little preview. He's going to put it on hold.
3: Oh, and he's going to shut that down. I think she, one of the reasons that made her so confident to leave Will, if you think about it, was Bickman. Mm -hmm. She wasn't this confident before they had their date or their rendezvous. At the, at Hotel Which is Carmella. a mishap on her end because
2: yeah. I mean you're dealing with Bickman, who's yeah. the ultimate commitment. I
3: folk. mean, she probably should have had this talk first with Bickman before she left Will because I think now she's going to try and get back with Will. Yep. She she's going to try well, and get is back. That's your him. prediction. That's my prediction. Is she's going to try and get that old thing back? She's going to try and reel him back in, and I think that he is going to go for Delilah. And she's going to be really hurt and upset about it. And she's going to have to be
1: reprimanded by her psychiatrist in some kind of way. Because
3: I just don't feel like Delilah is just going to go that easy. She didn't go that easy the first time. Last time she got let go, she showed up at his restaurant in (laughs) underwear and nothing else. How she got there. Where were her clothes that episode she left? She's got that whole
0: stalker
1: fatal attraction thing going on. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's it's, not over.
3: Will is going to get his coat back. (laughs) 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 was <laughs> my <That's our> prediction <laughs> that's my right? prediction Mel is going to get his coat back from Delilah because they're going to get back together and Dr. Um, Black's going to want to get back with him because Bickman does not want her 100% because he laid it out for her he was honest he said I only want 50% of you I can only give you 50% so you
1: need to stay with somebody else So God, that's
2: such a jerk thing to say right it is, yeah. When well, was he
1: covering up? Let's give him the benefit of the doubt for just a moment. Uh, was he covering up? What, like in other words, does he really <laughs> want her? But he doesn't want her unless she's fully gotten rid of him, and that's why. Cheers to that prediction. Oh, let me drink on that one. let <laughs> yeah, drop my water. cup holder. Yeah, I'll share <laughs> a little bit of sprite there. All right, so yeah, what do you think? Is he going to? Uh, yeah, what is he, he do? going
2: to? Uh,
1: well, to stick around. We'll see. We'll just we'll have to see what happens. Um, well, what's but, your prediction?
2: So, I mean, I touched upon it earlier, okay. but Bickman is the ultimate commitment phobe. The only thing that he's committed to is his work. So, I think he's going to get cold feet now that Catherine has, you know, actually left Will. I mean, that's a big thing. She broke off an engagement, um, partially, the man. partially to be with <laughs> Bickman. Who is scared of anything that resembles commitment? So I think mm-hmm. now he's going to feel like he needs to meet some expectation, um, mm-hmm. and I don't think he's he's up for that. Right okay. Now.
3: Well, if you think about it, now that we're since we're on the topic of lack of like our commitment fears. They never really, they're committed to their patients for such a short period of time. Yeah. And then they're on to the next one. Right. So that's why they're so committed to their job is because it gives them the ability to focus on something, give their all, and then they're done. Mm -hmm. Once
1: they've saved the life, they moved on. Yeah. It's a conditioning Mm -hmm. in terms of, okay, this is okay for a relationship to go like this, but that's not intimacy. That's just, you know, a doctor patient relationship. Yeah. it's. But how do so you convince their brain of that? <laughs> right. I know. Hmm. Seriously, it's it is. It's it's interesting how that same dynamic is playing out in their relationships. In it their life. is. Yeah. yeah. My second
2: prediction is now that Will knows that Esme is Catherine's daughter, and seeing how things ended with them terribly, I don't know if Will has it in him to to maybe you know tell someone that you know someone in the family that. Esme is the Ooh. daughter. I yeah. mean, he's a scorned yeah. lover. Yes. Right. So he's very emotional right now. That's going to want to get
3: back. That's pretty
2: low.
1: Yeah, I'm
3: seeing it. Air and see I don't sky see with a it banner in will, <laughs> well, but <laughs> right. never Teresa, know. How could you allow your mind to even think <laughs> such a thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I can, it can backfire. Maybe he slips or maybe they argue and mm-hmm. maybe she overhears him. Right. You know, I don't think it would be something where he would like, tell her directly oh that's your mom but i could yeah. see her overhearing something mm-hmm. and finding out that way
1: all right so that's going to do it for predictions and i guess that's going to do it for tonight and no. yeah that we have to say fun. goodbye yes we do but thank you for joining us here tonight <laughs> and you can reach jade on twitter yes you can find me at twitter at real Jade's world And Teresa, you can find her on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Teresa Law. And you can find me at Mindy Charlotte. Send us your tweets. Stay connected. And we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Hope you have a great weekend ahead.
0: From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.